see if that will work. So we'll see. We'll try. Okay, so I'm going to go forward, and uh, let's just go forward with the show. It's going to be a one-hour show, 45 minutes, actually. And as I said, this is going to be my first attempt. This is just a test show right now. That's why I only announced it today. And I'll maybe do a couple more test shows like this uh, to be sure we can get all of the... Uh, the sound and the video and the technology working so that everyone can hear. Let me ask Tomo, can you hear me? It's, it's working? Okay, good. All right, so here's the plan. If this works, then I will do a once-a-week effortless English show, kind of like a little talk show, my personal talk show. And I will answer some of your questions on Twitter. You can send me questions on Twitter. I'll answer some of them. I'll also talk about you know, Effortless English news, what's happening in Effortless English. Uh, I'll discuss some other segments in the show as well. It'll be an organized show so that I'll have little different segments, different topics that I'll talk about in each show. Uh, let's get started now. So the first thing I want to open every show with is to discuss the Effortless English code and mission because this is very important. It's, it's an important part of all parts of Effortless English. And uh, our code is simply uh, kind of our rules. It's the way we all agree to act. It's our code of conduct, our code of action, our code of behavior. And this code is part of our VIP program, a very strong part of our VIP program. And our code is actually part of all of Effortless English. Uh, it's, it's what makes one of the things that makes our community different and special. Because online, unfortunately, there are a lot of quite negative communities. It's difficult to find a positive online international community. Right? You've, you've seen it, I've seen it many times. You go to some website or some group and always there are some very negative people. They insult other people, say bad things. We don't have that. So it's because we have a code. In our code, there's only three, only three things. Number one, we do the best we can. We do our best. Just means we try to do our best. Uh, as learners, for me, as a coach or a teacher, I try to do my best. That means sometimes we will make a mistake because we're human. That's okay. We just try to do our best. Number two, we do the right thing. So the right thing means uh, to you know we're we're, try we're honest with each other. We're uh, good to each other. We don't steal or say bad things to other people. Very basic, simple. And then finally, number three, we show each other we care. So we're positive. It's not just that we don't do bad things. We say good things. We show other effortless English members and fans that we care about them. We encourage other people. We're positive about other people. We're grateful to other people when they help. That's our code. That's how we all agree to act within our effortless English community our members who have bought our courses, or part of our VIP program, certainly, and even our fans who are just uh, listening to the free podcast or this show or 
on Facebook or whatever. Email course. That's our code. And also we have a mission in Effortless English. And the mission is our bigger purpose. It's the big purpose of Effortless English. More than just English. Of course, one of our obvious purposes <laughs> is to, uh, you know, to, to help people speak English powerfully and confidently. But we have a bigger mission than that, a deeper mission. It's to explore new opportunities for growth. New ways to learn. Growth meaning learning. Uh, to bring confidence, vitality, and happiness to people all over the world. Confidence means you feel strong. You feel like you're, you're a good, strong person. You feel good about yourself. Vitality means energy and health. And happiness, of course. We try to make people happy. So it's not just learning English. It's English for the purpose of having a strong, happy, healthy life, successful life. And finally, the third part of our mission, to boldly go where we have never gone before. Boldly means courageously, strongly. Go where we have never gone before. Now that could mean traveling around the world, but more it's psychological. It means that we try new things. We're open to new ideas. Open to try new things, new ideas. And to teach new ideas, especially for education and learning all around the world. That's our mission. That's our big, deep purpose. So that's Effortless English, the code and the mission. So that's the first part of our show. I think I'll probably open every show with uh, uh, reviewing the code and the mission. I might talk about our values, too. We have a list of values, uh, and I'll talk about those in future shows as well. Those are important, so every show I do, I plan to review the code and the mission so that we have something we all agree on together in our international effortless English community. The next part of our show I'll call Effortless English News. Da, 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 da. So clearly it's just news. What's happening in the effortless English world? What am I personally doing? What am I working on? What's coming in the future? New things that are coming. Uh, maybe what, what's happening uh, in our VIP program? What are other members doing? Whatever. Each week it'll be something different. Uh, this week in our Effortless English News, I'll talk about some of the things I'm working on now because I'm super busy. I'm working on some, uh, some. I'm working on several uh, new projects for Effortless English. Uh, let's see. Let me talk about what I'm working on and wh what's coming next year, 2014. It's almost the new year. It's a good time to talk about it. Um, first of all, a book. I have thought about doing a book for a long time, and honestly, I just uh, just taking the time to organize everything was the problem. I have already written all of the necessary things for a book, but all my writing needs to be organized together, edited, and then put into an a book in an organized way. So finally I, I got an, uh, an editor to help me do that and we're working on that now. So we are planning to have the book ready to be published next year. 
and the first version of the book will be in English. There's no title yet, probably something like, you know, I don't know, Effortless English, something with Effortless English in the title, I'm sure. Um, and uh, the first version will be in English. I will also do an audio book that with the with the regular book. So it'll be a normal textbook, you know, a print book. We'll have an ebook version for Kindle or the, you know, Apple book, whatever they call their ebooks. Uh, and then I'll also do an audio book. So I'll read the book. So you can listen and read at the same time. Uh, and we'll we'll be able to sell that. I'll probably sell that through Amazon. Amazon.com will be uh, the easiest way to sell that. Uh, that way people anywhere can especially the ebooks and the audiobooks people can buy them on Amazon and download them from Amazon simple and and that's in, Amazon's international so that should be easy uh, I don't know when exactly that's going to be ready probably later next year later next year and then my plan after that after the English version is finished eventually we will translate that book into several different languages so that beginners in different countries can learn the basic ideas, the principles, and methods of the effortless English system. And just they can read about it in their own language and then use those techniques to change how they learn English and to get more success. So that's one big part of the effortless English news, the book. Uh, the next project I'm working on it's called English Presentation Power. And this is a course, a new course, about how to give a powerful presentation, how to give public speeches. So in other words, how to stand in front of a group of people and talk to them in English in a powerful way. Maybe to sell them something, maybe to present uh, ideas or present information or tell a story whatever this course the course is finished now uh, so I'm doing this course with my friend uh, Aaron Campbell who uh, also lives here in Kyoto Japan and uh, he's a teacher he's got a company called Deep English so together uh, we did this presentation course we've recorded the course but now we're creating the website for the course this course should be ready sometime around the end of February, possibly March, I'm not sure, but uh, we're just waiting on web designers now, which is the story of my life, waiting on web designers. <laughs> I do lots of waiting for web designers. So uh, my part is finished, and Aaron's part is finished, so we're just waiting on the, the, the web programmers, the internet designers, those guys. A uh, woman actually is designing our website. And uh, when that's ready, then I will tell you about that as well, and you'll be, you can get that course. And it will teach you, you know, how to give powerful presentations in English. This is a topic I'm excited about. I love giving presentations. I just finished a big presentation in Hanoi, Vietnam this month. Uh, they told me we had 3,000 people at this event, this live event, so I was on stage for, I think I was on stage about six to seven hours uh, with all those people and it was fantastic. So 
I'm looking forward to sharing my method of giving powerful presentations, especially how to overcome the fear, right? The worst part for most people when they speak public speaking, when they talk to other people, to groups, is the fear, the nervousness. That's what most people have a problem with, even in their own language. And then if you try to do it in English, of course, it can be even worse, even more scary, more fearful. So our course really focuses on how to overcome that fear and feel strong and give powerful presentations. It's a great course. I'm happy about it. I'll tell you more about that when it's ready. Uh, what else is coming? Ah, my original course, or classic effortless English. We could call it classic, the classic course or the original course. I have not been selling that course for a while, for maybe a couple years now. I took it off. When Power English, my, my newest course, or um, the, the current course on our homepage, Power English, uh, when I created that and started selling it, I took the old course away, the original course. So a lot of people ask about the original course. I recorded the original course in my apartment in San Francisco. These were the very first Effortless English lessons. It was the very first Effortless English course. The audio is not quite as good because it was recorded in my apartment. Um, but there's some, great, there's some great lessons. A lot of my most popular lessons are in that course. So we are uh, going to offer the course again. So if you don't have the original course or the classic course, then next year you can buy it. And that probably will be open um, maybe early February, something like that. It should be soon. I, again, I'm the course is finished. I'm just waiting on our tech, technical team to put it on our new website, our new course website, make sure it's available, everything working. So once it's working, then I'll tell you about that. What else am I doing? Hmm. Oh, yes. Another project I'm working on for you. I'm calling right now AJ Live. I'm AJ. Live means a live event. We recorded the event in Vietnam this month. So the, we recorded six hours of video, something like that. I also recorded several scenes before the event, maybe six months, starting six months before the event, around July. Uh, I started uh, making videos, recording myself, getting ready for the event, mentally getting ready, preparing my presentations, even physically getting ready. And it's kind of a kind of a documentary style, and I'm going to make a a movie about it. So it's maybe a one-hour movie. So I'll edit all those six hours. We'll edit it down to about an hour. And then I will make a full course uh, to go with it. So I'll break the video into small pieces and I'll use something called the movie technique to teach you to understand all of that video, all of that movie and we'll make a whole course to go with that. We'll call it AJ Live, something like that. 
And the AJ Live course probably will be ready mm, more at the end of next year. Maybe, uh, I don't know, October of next year. I have to edit the video. That's going to take me several months. Then I have to make the course. That will be several more months. It, it takes time. So, uh, But it'll be cool because then you can see the energy, the excitement of one of my live events. And there, there are also mini story lessons. Uh, and it's kind of a documentary. So lots of interesting English for you. And just in, interesting topics, I think, too. It'll be fun. That'll be a fun course. I'm excited about it. And finally, geez, so much news, too much stuff. That's enough. Let's, keep, let's go on. I'll t I've got another big project I'm working on, but I'll tell you more about that one next time. Mm-hmm. Our sound still okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Tomoe says the sound's okay still. Good. I'm going to check Twitter very quickly and make sure you guys can hear, too, that you're listening. Let's check Twitter. We can hear you, sir. Let's see. Let's see. I got a question. How can I English? Okay, let me just make sure everyone can you hear me still? Just asking on Twitter, making sure everyone can hear before I continue going. Okay, let's go on to our next segment. We'll call this Success Stories. Success Stories. Now, in the future, in the show, I plan to um, either read people's success stories. So if you have an effortless English success story, put it on my Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash effortless English. Right? Put it on the Effortless English Facebook page, your success story. Or put it on our website, effortlessenglishclub.com. Write your, your personal English success story. If you're a VIP member, put it in our VIP site. Uh, or you could put it on our Google Plus page. So you could write in your full story. You know, one paragraph's enough. Your Effortless English success story. And if I like it, I'll read it during the show and share it with everybody. Another thing I might do in the future is have a, a Effortless English member as a guest on this show and interview them for maybe 10 minutes and let them talk about their success with English and, you know, how they did it, what their secrets were. So I might have, you know, Parabelle or Julia or Rubim or, or many of our other uh, VIP members, for example, and have one of them on the show and let them chat about uh, what they did to get their success with English. Okay, sounds like everyone can hear me. That's good. We'll keep on going. So I'm just today. I'm just going to um, read a success story that I found on Trustpilot. Trustpilot is uh, they're an independent uh, review site. So people who buy uh, our VIP program, who join our VIP program, can go to Trustpilot and leave a review. And it's I have no control over the reviews, so they're you know they're independent reviews, so they're kind of honest reviews. I can't delete them, I can't do anything to them. 
All I can do is reply to them. And we have a very excellent rating on Trustpilot. We have a five-star rating, so we're doing well, which I'm happy about. And people have written some really nice things. And I'll put my little reading glasses on so I can read one. Uh, so I'm just going to read one of these success stories. The reason I'm going to have a success story in each show is to help you with your motivation. I want you to know what's possible. You know, uh, not just focus on me as the coach, but let's hear from other English learners, uh, people who are fans or members of Epperus English, and let's hear their success stories and what they're doing to achieve that success. And you can then use those same ideas. Okay. So here's one from Ivana Hekelova. Um, so she's a confirmed buyer, and she says, Absolute satisfaction. Five stars. Woohoo! Thank you. She says, When I began to learn English, I was looking for audio English lessons because of pronunciation. It took me two months until I found Effortless English. I bought the original lessons. So she, she bought these quite a while ago. At first, the lessons seemed difficult, but slowly English became easier and more natural. I was surprised. I was able to read books in English in six months. After I finished these lessons, I joined the VIP program. Aha! The lessons are fun and very interesting. Learning is natural and fun, not boring, not a bother, and really powerful. I'm very satisfied with this decision. So, great. So, good success story. Congratulations, Ivana. Good job. So. Let's focus on what Ivana did. What strategies did she use? Very simple. First, she got the original lessons, and she went through all of them. This seems like an obvious point, but and yet, <laughs> so many people will get our email course, will buy Power English, will join our VIP program, and then not use the lessons consistently. And then they wonder, oh, why am I not improving? So one of the key things is, is just to use the lessons every day. All you need to do is listen every day, one hour per day, listen to the lessons. So that consistency, actually using the lessons. If you buy Power English, you know, one lesson set per week. So you listen to lesson set number one and the videos the first week. And you repeat them each day, repeat them again, 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 seven times. And then the next week, you start on the next set, lesson set number two. And then you do, you listen to that one every day for seven days. And then the next week, week three, week four, week five. You just work through it. That's all consistency. It's a major, major secret of people who succeed, is that they just day after day, week after week, they keep listening. They listen each day, one hour. They don't quit. They keep going. In fact, if I had to say what what's what's one of the one of what what is one of the biggest secrets, that's it. It's it's not very exciting. <laughs> it doesn't seem magical, and yet it is uh, it is super important just to keep doing it every day. That consistency is powerful. Day after day after day after day, and then after six months, she'd made some big improvements. She could read English books. She was happy making some strong improvements, but she didn't stop. She then joined the VIP program after that and has continued on. And that's another key to success is that you never stop learning. 
you never stop learning. Now, on our website, you know, we say you can speak English well in six months. It's true. Most of our learners start as intermediate learners. We're not teaching beginners. So an intermediate level person using our system can learn to speak normal, everyday conversations well in about six months. But of course, if you want to keep going and you want to really master English, it never ends. Even me as a native English speaker, I'm st I still learn new words sometimes. As a public speaker, I'm still trying to improve. So that constant and never-ending improvement is important. And that's what our VIP program is for. That's a program where you get new lesson sets every single month, something new, every month, every month. It never ends, and that's the point. You continue learning forever. All right, so thank you, Ivana. Very nice. A little more water. Mm -hmm. I'm going to answer your questions soon. Okay, we're coming to the question time in a minute. Our next segment in our show um, will be for guest speakers when I have them. Today, no guest speakers. But in the future, I hope to have some guests, to invite some guests. Now, in this uh, fourth section, it's just going to be about global international life. So it's any topic I want to talk about. So it's not just talking about English, English, English all the time. That gets a little boring sometimes. We'll talk about that during the beginning of the show, but somewhere in the middle of the show, I want to discuss other topics. Maybe I'll talk about travel. I travel a lot. I might talk about the country that I'm in. Um, maybe I'll talk about some adventure I've had. Maybe I'll uh, have some special guests and talk to them. I might talk about movies that I've seen. I might talk about books that I like. Whatever. It's going to be just more of a general talk show, so we have more topics. You can listen to more topics in English, and uh, we can just enjoy more topics together. So my topic today is just uh, living in Japan here in the winter. I'm cold. <laughs> to why my wife is laughing, because every day I kind of complain a little bit, because I'm cold and it's dark outside. and uh, So I'm uh, we're in Kyoto now, and in Japan and it's cold and kind of rainy usually so uh, my life is not super exciting at the moment mostly what I'm doing is I get up and I, I'm writing a lot I'm, uh, I'm working on a movie script which I'll tell you about next week it's, it's another project I'm working on for you Effortless English um, so right now I, I basically I get up kinda late usually have some breakfast, go to a coffee shop, and I write. And that's mostly my focus at the moment. Soon I will also be editing. I'll edit the video I was telling you about, the AJ Live video. So it's a lot of indoor work. It's a lot of computer work I'm doing now. This is my least exciting time of the year when I'm focused on writing and editing. And it's winter, and so... Uh, not doing anything too adventurous, but we are planning a snowboarding trip because I, if I'm indoors too much, I get kind of crazy. So uh, Tomoe and I are talking about going on a snowboarding trip. She doesn't snowboard, but we'll go somewhere she can relax 
you know, somewhere I can snowboard and go crazy for a few days. Looking forward to it. I'll tell you more about that when the time comes. And now, finally, it's question time. Woo! Let's put the little reading glasses back on. And let's read your questions. Now, to ask me a question, if you're a VIP member and we do teleseminars, you can actually talk to me on Skype. But we can't do that on Google Hangouts. So we're just going to do it on Twitter. So the way to ask me a question is to put it on my Twitter page. My Twitter is AJ Hogue, A-J-H-O-G-E, just my name. So you can follow me on Twitter at AJ Hogue, and uh, then you send me something. So let's just, uh, I'm just going to, there's a bunch of questions. Um, let's just, I'm just going to go down the list here. Uh, question one from Mohammed DBA. Are you planning to come to Egypt? Someday, someday, someday. So let me answer this because I get questions like this all the time about, you know, are you going to come to Egypt? Are you coming to India? Are you coming to Brazil? So my general answer is that um, I'm happy to go to many countries. I love traveling. Uh, but to do an event in a country, so for example, to go to Egypt and do a seminar or to... Uh, go to Brazil and do a seminar. I need a local event organizer. This is someone who can find a big room for the event, someone who can uh, advertise the event in that country and uh, can organize the registration, all parts of the event. I can't do that from a different country, so I need someone locally to do that. So in, a, in Vietnam, for example, there is a company called Langmaster. They were the host of my event in Vietnam. What they do is they pay me a fee. I have a, just a, a general fee. They pay the fee to me, and then they bring me to Vietnam, and then they sell tickets to the event. They keep all the money from the tickets. And we had a big event. They organized everything. They did a, a really good job. It's a big, big event. I had a lot of fun. Sometimes companies will organize events. I've done... Uh, seminars for companies. So the same thing. They'll pay my fee and then they organize everything. So then I can just fly to the location and do my seminar. I, that's what I need to do an event in a, in a country. And I, so I need a event organizer that's professional and reliable. That can handle putting together a big event. That can handle you know paying the fees. All that kind of stuff. So that's what I need to come and do an event uh, in any country. So when I have a good organizer somewhere, I'm happy to go. So, and then of course sometimes I just travel for fun as a as a traveler, just for a vacation, and I do that too. So, you know, I make so I might come to, you know, Russia or Egypt or Brazil or wherever, just traveling around as well. I'm not sure. I typically travel in Asia a lot, uh, just. I don't know why. Maybe I was Asian when I was <laughs> in another life or something. Uh, okay, let's go on. Let's uh, look at some other questions. Uh, okay, Barbell asks, will you use Hangout? Google Hangout is the system we're using right now for the video. Uh, sometime for your video session. 
so yeah, my planning then, what I'm planning to do, Barabel, uh let me just review what I'm planning to do because so, so it's clear. I'm planning to do a show like this. We'll call it the Effortless English Show. Once per week, probably on Sundays, around this time. It'll be the same time or almost the same time every Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the time. I have to figure out exactly the time. Sometimes I'm in America. Sometimes I'm in Japan. Sometimes I'm in other places. So I need to find a time that will work in different locations. So that's a weekly show. It will be, use Google Hangout. It will use this video system. And we'll use Twitter for the questions. It will be like a radio show or like a TV talk show, like my, like my talk radio show or my talk TV show. I'll just talk about you know, effortless English news. I'll talk about success stories. Maybe I'll have a guest member talk about their success story. Sometimes I'll have guests on, maybe my mom, my dad, my sister, my friends, other uh, English teachers or English learning experts. Maybe I'll just, you know, have uh, people who've written books, you know, authors, writers, or filmmakers, or just anyone I think's interesting, and then I'll do a little interview with them. And then I'll do questions like this on Twitter. So that's my plan for the show. And that'll be every week, open to everybody, free to everyone. Now, once a month, I will do continue doing a call-in teleseminar for VIP members, VIP and ACC. So that's only for our VIP members and ACC members. Um, it's the same program, basically. So only our VIP program members can join that. The advantage of that is you can actually talk to me because we use Skype, and so members can actually call and talk, talk to me and talk to our other members. So you get to practice speaking a little bit. You get to hear other people's voices. That's the nice thing about our VIP teleseminar. And also, uh, that VIP teleseminar, we talk about a specific topic. We talk about our VIP lesson for that month, and it's different every month. So that's once a month and only for members. So we got the show once a week, open to everyone. And then we have the teleseminar, only for VIP members, once a month. That's the basic system I'm going to use. All right, let's go to our next question. We've got time for, yeah, a couple more questions. Okay, R. Beger, Berger, B-E-G-E-R, on Twitter asks, uh, what about children? How can I uh, teach my child using effortless English? Okay, this is a common question also. I get this question all the time. <gasps> so it depends on the age. Uh, we actually have some members already who are teaching their children with effortless English using the mini-stories. So um, the mini-stories are actually quite good for children. Probably, I don't know, there's no exact age I can give you. It depends on your child. But generally, I would say 10 years and older, the mini-stories can be quite good. So if they have a little English already, use the mini-stories with them. You might need to help them understand the stories. So you, you might need to you know, find the easiest stories, the easiest mini-stories, and help them study the vocabulary and learn the meaning of it all. You know, They might need 
two or three weeks for one mini story if they're low beginners. If they're more advanced, if they know a little more English, maybe they need less time. But uh, the mini stories can be fun for children, uh, especially if they're independent learners, you know, if they have some self-discipline. Uh, for younger than 10 or younger than 8, 9, something like that, um, you probably need to use other methods for, with children. There's something called TPR you can use, Total Physical Response. Uh, that's good for younger children in small amounts. You can just use uh, children's books, really easy children books, children's books, read to them, like Dr. Seuss books. Uh, and then you can do little songs and little games and little cartoons. Very easy, simple, fun stuff for the young, young ones. So that's my answer for children. Okay, so let me uh, see. Oh, got bunches of people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> AJ from Maya, let's see, Bugiano. If you're cold, come to Venezuela. We have wonderful weather. God bless you. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. <laughs> let's go to Venezuela tomorrow. What do you think? Actually, you know, so you know, people always say, come to my country. Um, I will say that uh, South America in particular is a place I really want to go. I mean, I've been thinking about it for a long time because I've never been to South America. We have a lot of members in South America, especially Brazil. Especially Brazil, we have a lot. Uh, but Venezuela, too, and uh, some in Colum a good number in Colombia as well, and I think a few in Chile as well. So um, I would love to go to South America. I, I plan to go there. I don't have an exact date yet, but uh, South America is certainly one of the, the new places for me that I want to go to. And, that, and Venezuela... Colombia and Brazil, especially, just because we have a lot of members there in those countries. So I'll make it to South America eventually, hopefully soon. Okay, let's go to, I'd say we have uh, yeah, time for a couple more questions. So and your questions on Twitter. You can give me your questions on Twitter. Twitter.com slash AJHogue. A-J-H-O-G-E is my Twitter address. Okay. So many questions. They're coming in like crazy. They're coming in faster than I can read them. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, let's see. Mosiolino. Mosiolino? Mosiolino or Mosiolino uh, asks, says, AJ, I still have a lot of difficulties trying to memorize phrasal verbs. Phrasal verbs. Why don't you make a course to help us master them? I already am. Um, so here's the thing about phrasal verbs. Um, don't try to memorize them. Don't try to memorize lists of phrasal verbs or really focus too much on them. The way to learn phrasal verbs is to learn them uh, the same way a native speaker learns them, a child learns them. Yeah. First of all, what is a phrasal verb? It's a two-word verb, or possibly more, but it's usually two words. Um, so, for example, to hit on someone. Hit on is a phrasal verb. It's two words, hit and on. Usually there's a, I'm not going to talk too much about grammar, but a verb and a preposition, they go together. 
but it's two-word verb, basically. So, uh, so for example, that word, to hit on someone. Well, we know the word hit, right? To hit someone is just to do that. Pow! But if you add the word on, now it becomes two-word verb. To hit on, it has a totally different meaning. To hit on someone means to flirt with them, like you, you're attracted to them. Like if a man hits on a woman, he says, hi, baby, I like you. Ooh, you're pretty. Mm -hmm. Right? He's, he's trying to attract her. He's flirting with her. Very different meaning. So this can be frustrating for people because they see the word hit and they're confused because the man hit on the woman and maybe you think, oh, he hit the woman? Oh, that's terrible. But it's not the same meaning as hit. It's hit on. Is It makes it a completely different word, completely different meaning. So how do you learn these? You just learn them from context from situations. You have to learn, you learn them from stories, for example, the mini-stories. They're always in there. You learn them from articles. You know, you learn them from real English. Don't, don't worry about, oh, trying to make a big list. Just learn them as you find them in real English. And then you'll, then you'll remember them better. You don't have to memorize them in a list to hit on means to flirt that you'll forget that. But if you remember it from a story because the, the man was hitting on the woman, and you, you see it in that situation in a movie or a story, like one of our mini stories, something like that, then you'll remember the whole situation and it's actually quite easy. Then you'll remember the meaning of that two-word verb. So that's the way you gotta learn. There's no magic formula for it. Um, you just have to learn them one by one and Learn them from real situations, not from a list. Don't try to memorize them. It's too confusing. Just learn them from stories, conversations. Learn them from real English, one by one, and eventually you'll get more of them and more of them. They're so common. They're super common. We use them all the time. So you'll actually learn them fairly quickly uh, when you focus on real English. All right. Questions are coming in fast. Let's see. What do we got? Mm. Okay. All right, this is an interesting one. Um, from Mad, from Maddie Molly, Maddie Molly. I don't know how to pronounce Twitter <laughs> account names. It depends. But Maddie Molly asks, AJ, how do you improve writing skill? That's a good question. Uh, especially technical reports. <laughs> oh no. Okay. How to improve writing. Okay, first let me give you the general answer about writing. And then uh, technical reports. Ugh, that's tough. Okay, general writing ability. That's the thing you should focus on first. Focus on that first, general writing. What is general writing? Uh, writing a letter, uh, writing a little story, writing a, a basic report about information, writing a blog or website article, right? Really basic general writing, uh, writing an email. That is uh, the first thing to learn. How do you learn that? The best way to learn that is through reading, lots of reading. What should you read? Novels. Not what's a novel. A novel is a long story. What kind of novels should you read? Easy novels. Novels for uh, young people. 
not maybe not babies, but maybe you know a novel that's for a a ten year old child, an Amer American or British child, ten, eleven, twelve years old. There there are lots of them. There's so many of them. You could just search for youth youth fiction or uh, youth uh, novels or something like that. Youth stories. Search on Amazon uh, and just read these every day. Uh, if you really need to learn writing, you know, read for an hour a day, if you can. Uh, people always ask me for specific books. You know, it, there's so many, it's hard for me to recommend a specific book. What's important is that you should listen to something that's interesting to you. So if, if you like romance books, then you should read, you know, teen romance, teenage romance books. That would be a great if you like romance. If you hate romance, don't read romance books. If you prefer, you know, mystery books or something, then you might read something like The Hardy Boys. I read that when I was a kid. Uh, and they have, I don't know, there's probably 30 Hardy Boys books or something like that. There's lots of them. You could read all of them. And then after those are easy, then you could read something a little more difficult, a little more difficult, a little more difficult, that kind of thing. Um, so reading novels, easy novels, easy novels, lots and lots and lots. That there's a lot of research about that, it sh and what, what the research shows is that people who read a lot of novels, their writing improves automatically. And uh, this makes sense because um, what you're doing when you read a novel, you're enjoying the story, of course, but you're also seeing good writing. Right? These novels are written by professional writers. They're professional writers. They are good writers most of them. <laughs> That's why they're getting paid to write. So they're not bad writers, they're good writers, and they are the ones that you want to copy. And by reading lots and lots and lots of these books, you know, it goes deeper into your mind, you start to learn the, 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 sen the sentence patterns, the writing style, and you will naturally begin to copy it a little bit. That's why your writing will get better and better and better. Uh, another thing you can do, as, you sh definitely should, reading is the most important thing to improve your writing. In addition, you can also write a blog, a website, right? A daily thing. Our VIP members, for example, we have a social site, there's a blog on it, and some of our members write very frequently. Some of them write posts, you know, they write they write about their day or they write about their ideas or what they like or it doesn't matter what you write really, whatever is interesting to you. You might write once a week or even write every day, you know, one or two paragraphs. And just the repetition of doing it over and over and also reading every day, again, 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 these novels, uh, your writing will naturally begin to improve without suffering. <laughs> now the second part of this question is sounds painful to me which is uh, how to write technical reports. Oh my god. So here's the thing. <laughs> technical report writing is usually not good writing. I mean, it's not interesting, right? Even for native speakers. You know, as a native speaker, I hear technical report writing, oh, it just sounds terribly boring to me. Um, and probably to most people. Um, because it's very specialized. So that's more tricky. Uh, I think the best thing I can say about that is that you have to uh, read other technical reports. Ugh, it sounds also painful. 
But, you know, when you say technical reports, that's very general. I don't know if that, I mean, a report for, uh, you know, a physics report about physics science uh, experiments, that's one kind of technical report. That would be very different than a technical report about uh, computer programming, which would also be different than a technical report about business and marketing. So each of these is specialized with their own special vocabulary, possibly their own special structure and organization. So what you have to do is you find reports from native speakers that are good. Ask other native speakers which ones are good, which ones are well written, which ones are clear, which ones are powerful. Find those and just read them. You know, reread them every day, study them. Why are they good? What's why are they clear? And and then basically copy the same style. But the best way to improve technical report writing is first just to improve your general English writing ability. When your general writing is good, then you can do the technical part. You, you learn the specific rules for that. But if, you're if your general writing is bad, your technical writing is also going to be bad. Okay, that was a long answer. Let's see. Keep, keep, the, keep the questions coming. Let's do, I'm going to do um, two more questions and then we're finished for today. And we'll see if this, hopefully this re was recorded correctly. It should go directly to my YouTube account, so you can listen to the recording. If it works, we'll try it again next Sunday. Uh, in terms of novels, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, i that's one I recommend a lot. The Hobbit? Eh, actually, not The Hobbit. Too much specialized vocabulary. I would say uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is good. The Hardy Boys or Nancy Drew as another series of books. Uh, Goosebumps, that's another series of books. Goosebumps books are a little bit scary. Not too scary, they're for children. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right, some people having problems. Okay, we're going to do one more question now. Okay. Okay, let's see. We can't hear you. Can you hear me? If you can't hear me, it looks like some people are having trouble hearing. Okay, this is, I'm going to answer this last question, and then our show's done for today, and we'll try again next week. So this is from Mustafa Al-Jassim. Again, I apologize if my uh, pronunciation is bad. Says, my question is, what type of your lessons uh, should I study after Power English? So what comes next after Power English? You have a few choices. Um, you could get the Learn Real English lessons. It's learnrealenglish.com. Those were made by my friends Kristen and Joe. Uh, I'm on some of those lessons also. Same system, same effortless English system. They're uh, a little more advanced. They're also more casual, more slang, more idioms in those lessons. Or you could join our VIP program, and you'll get two lesson sets, new ones every month, and also a teleseminar, a live teleseminar with me and other members every month. That's what I would recommend. Either Learn Real English, LearnRealEnglish.com, or the VIP program, 
which is on EffortlessEnglishClub.com, or both. You can do both, too, if you want. Learn Real English and the VIP program. It's also fine. So that's what I recommend after Power English. Honestly, there's no exact order for these courses. You know, they had the cor each course and program has uh, uh, different topics, different lessons, and you can do them in almost any order, really. It's, it's fine. We don't have a, a really a level system. We don't follow kind of that traditional school approach of levels. You know, you, you just you learn, you go slowly. If a, if a lesson is difficult, you take a longer time. If a lesson is easy, you go a little bit faster if you want to. So you can really start with any of them. And you can combine them. Some people do Power English and Learn Real English at the same time. Some people do Power English and Learn Real English and the VIP program all at the same time. Some people start with one and then do another and then do another. Up to you. Really, it's up to you. So just pick one that looks interesting to you and enjoy it. That's my The main thing is enjoy it and keep listening every day to the lessons, learning deeply. That's the key. The order, not so important. Okay, so in fact, let me give you a quick summary right here at the end as we finish up. Um, there is a little confusion about what, what what's out there? What are the courses? There's so many. I'm confused. So at the moment, Effortless English, my personal website, has two courses or programs. Number one is Power English. That is sold on our homepage, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Power English course. Program two is called the VIP program. That has its own page, but also on our website, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. On the top, there's a uh, on the menu, you'll see VIP. Click that, you can join the VIP program. That's a monthly program. That's really for people who are very serious about improving their English. They want to continue every month learning and improving. So those are just me. That's AJ Hogue, Effortless English only. Now, there's also Learn Real English. That's with my friends, Kristen and Joe. And they have a couple, they have uh, some real English um, lessons, a course. And those are used, those are using conversations, real conversations. So learn real English, that's what, those are with my friends, Kristen and Joe, my best friends, in fact. And then finally, we have a Bing business English website. It's called Business English Conversations, with an S, conversations, more than one. Business English Conversations teaches business English. And that is with my dad. That's my dad and I. It's a business English course, very much focused on business. So I usually recommend start on Effortless English first, Power English, and VIP. Start with those. Okay. And more, more are coming, but I'll talk more about that later. So as we go now, I just want to remind you, of again, of our code and our mission. Our code, that's what we all agree to do with each other, how we agree to behave and act, how we treat each other. We do the best we can. We try our best. We do the right thing, and we show each other we care. We care about each other. And then our mission, the mission of Effortless English, 
to explore new opportunities for growth, new opportunities for learning, to bring confidence, vitality, and bring happiness to people all over the world. Finally, to boldly go where we have never gone before, to be open to new ideas and new things. All right, that's it. I think our little test finally worked today. We had problems in the beginning with the audio, but it seems that it mostly worked this time. So we'll try again next week. I will uh, I'll put the time and the information on Twitter and Facebook and Google+, and we'll try this again next week for uh, episode two. And hopefully we can get all the problems fixed, and this will become a regular weekly show. All right, thank you so much for everyone who listened and also everyone who um, asked questions. Of course, I cannot answer every question. There's too many. They're coming in very fast, but I'll do my best. Each week, I'll, I'll answer some questions, so keep listening, keep trying each week, and I will see you again. Have a great day, great night, and I'll see you again. Bye for now from the very first Effortless English show. See you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.